Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another edition of the Dolphins of Death podcast. I'm Daniel Yafusi. That is... It's David Neal. Thanks so much for tuning in. Quick reminder before we start, make sure to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, like, share, comment, as well as subscribe to the Miami Herald. Now, if you are watching on YouTube, you can tell I'm not in South Florida, as I but, said no, before. But you can see his inc- very good line on the, on, the, on the haircut there. That is a smooth, smooth line. That's, that's Oh, good. you know, I appreciate you noticing. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. I got the fresh yeah. cut. I had I had a do-rag on on my flight uh, from South Florida. <laughs> To Indianapolis, where I, where my home base will be for this week for the NFL scouting combine. Uh, we've got over 300 draft prospects uh, who are going to be uh, all conglomerated here uh, for tests, measurements, interviews, uh, and the Dolphins' top decision makers will be here as well. We're going to hear from Mike McDaniel uh, Tuesday. We're going to hear from Chris Greer at some point in the week. Uh, we're going to have a lot of updates. Um, you know, obviously. The, the top, uh, you know, event is the uh, the combine, but it's going to be a lot of news to come out of uh, uh, this this week. Um, but before this jam packed week, the Dolphins had a lot uh, of news their way uh, with some big moves as they look ahead to free agency uh, in the 2024 season. Um, two notable names on the defensive side of the ball, uh, Xavier Howard and Emmanuel Agba, uh, were, were were released, or at least, uh, or at least Agba was released. Howard was re- informed that he will be released at the start of the new league year. We'll really start with uh with X, with him being the longest tenured player on the team, one of the greatest players in franchise history. He'd been with the team since 2016. He will not be a Dolphin uh, as they part ways. And obviously, Agba uh, had been here for the past four years. Um, I think, you know, as we kind of start and get into this, I think both of these moves were, were expected, um, especially Agba. You know, he didn't have any guaranteed money on his contract. Um, didn't play a lot this past year, dealt with the triceps. You know, there's just two years into that big four-year $65 million contract he signed. Um, but he just was never able to recapture that form. Um, so no guaranteed money there. That was something that was expected on both sides. Uh, X, that was something that towards, or at least on locker room clean-out day, it seemed like it really could be a, a legit you know, thing uh, with, again, him not having any more money on his contract. He was asked if he would take a pay cut. He didn't seem like he would want to be... Th- And I mentioned before when I asked Chris Greer whether Xavier Howard was going to be on the team in 2024, uh, he gave a very non-committal answer and said that we're going to treat X like we treat any anybody. Um, So again, they they clear about 13.7 million dollars by releasing Agba with the pre-June one cut. They'll be able to use that immediately, and they really do need that because they they we talked about it last week about Christian Wilkins and the franchise tag. The Dolphins are, are, are over the cap, so they got to free up some money. So that was the beginning of that process. X is a little bit different. Uh, this is going to be a post-June 1 cut, so they're not going to get uh, the $18.5 million they're set to get until afterward, uh, until after June 1st, June 2nd is when they'll be able to use it, but that could come in handy down the road. Uh, the, the question is, again, while these moves were expected, 
were they the right moves and how did they uh, change the Dolphins outlook? I think that, you know, for starting with Agba, it, it doesn't change too much there. Cause I think that we, we ex again, he, he didn't, you know, provide as much as, as you had hoped to, uh, you know, after signing that deal. And I think that outside linebacker edge defender was kind of already a, a position that we knew the Dolphins had to address. Um, you know, Jalen Phillips was coming back. He talked at the Dolphins Challenge Cancer event last weekend. Uh, and, you know, while he said he's feeling good, uh, you know, he said he's not going to put a timeline on it. You know, that that's still an Achilles injury. And obviously Bradley Chubb is coming back from the ACL injury. Um so I don't think anything changes there. That move was kind of like uh, we kind of all expected that. Like when we were kind of accounting for the yeah. Dolphins twenty four, we assumed that the X move is interesting to me because I think we all saw X as a player who was getting up there in age, um, who is having a lot of injuries the past couple of years. You know, he dealt with the groin injury in twenty twenty two. He had the the foot sprain in twenty twenty three that ended his season kind of prematurely in week uh, seventeen, I believe it was. Um, but I was of the belief in, you know, the impression that he, he played very well. He played pretty well, uh, in, in, in Vic Fangio's scheme. Um, and I know that you can save money there and it's kind of like the Patriot kind of way of thinking where you get out of the contract one year early instead of maybe one year, uh, too late. Maybe it was a little bit of that going on. Um, but I thought that for a team that is kind of all in, um, they're very much in the in the in the mode of trying to win a Super Bowl right now in this upcoming season. I thought that X was a guy that um, if you could find some common ground on a re reworked contract, I would have loved to see them try to do that. Now, our own Barry Jackson, um, you know, had had some reporting days before he was cut. X was cut. And he said that, you know, to his knowledge uh, from his sources, X hadn't been asked to take a, a pay cut. I'm very interested to see or uh, to, to hear Chris Greer talk about this in a couple of days and see whether he can kind of explain the thought process. Um, but I would have loved for them to be, if they could find a way to keep X, because that that's now another position where it's, it's a need, you know, there's really no proven players after Jalen Ramsey. So you go in like, all right, you have to, unless you're going to hope that one of these young guys steps up, whether it's a Can Smith, a Ethan Bonner, maybe a Cater Kohu, but he's a slot corner. Um, your offseason need, you got to add cornerback to that. Uh, what did you think uh, about really, really about the X cut? Because I think that, again, Agbo was expected. Yeah. And again, that's kind of the end of an era with, with him as well. The the uh, the X cut is it, it's it's hard to. It's an easy cut if you're just being a bean counter, um, which in our industry we've done, you know. We know about bean counters who don't know, you know, who just go by the, you know, little numbers with the dollar signs next to them and just, you know, make decisions like that or, or tell people to make decisions uh, in that manner. And you, your product tends to wind up being worse because you are going to lose, uh, you're going to lose talent and you're going to lose talent that has value beyond, you know, uh, just certain numbers. That said, you are where you are with the cap, and um, there's you need to get under it. And, I mean, with, with X, but the thing is that X isn't going to count until way out. Like they're gonna that, that doesn't count until June second. So this was a very much like we are ready to just part ways with you. It wasn't like right, we're doing right. this because we got to get under the cap and do it in the next three weeks. So that wasn't, that wasn't the reason why they, they cut X in my, from my perspective. Then we move to the next part. 
that I was going to say <laughs> that I was getting to in the alternative universe um, that you've got a very good, sometimes great shutdown corner who hasn't been available uh, at, at times in the past two seasons and at key times uh, most recently. So that's not a the combination is not a you know does usually doesn't end with people saying yeah we really want you to keep keep you around and you know his and you know they knew his attitude toward taking a pay cut so you know what you know why waste everybody's time with that um uh, that i can't I, i'm going to get if they had brought it up to him you know, in the past couple of weeks, you think that would have been the first time this this would have been mentioned, even casually? No, of course not. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, all that adds up to, yeah, he's got, uh, you know, they got a good run out of him, and uh, you know, you know, let's uh, their philosophy is let somebody else pay him and hope he stays healthy. Yeah, but I mean, but that brings up the question now: How do you how do you address that? Because again, you're, you're not you're you're not going now. The downside is you're not going to unless I mean, unless you make a real move in the draft and you find gold in the draft, you're not going to replace him. You're not go, your his replacement is not going to be as good as he is. I mean, we've seen. I mean, obviously, I mean, and, we're, we're just a year removed from them. Traded for Jalen Ramsey, so I mean, I mean, like I mean, the right right now, the the option the, you have internal options. And I think the top internal option would probably be Cam Smith. I thought he looked good last summer, and the fact that he couldn't get any playing time, I think he was definitely in Vic Vangio's doghouse. Like that's like now that Vic Vangio, like we can say it, he was in Vic Vangio's doghouse. As soon as Vangio they parted ways with him, he put uh, Cam Smith tweeted out like a unlocked uh, emoji. So like he was like. <laughs> I think he may have been the happiest person out of all the players. Who maybe, you know, um, so that's oh. the internal option. My thing is like my thing is for a team that is already so has so limited with their cap flexibility and doesn't have a ton of draft capital. Now for that to come up, like that's a major need now. Like that's yeah, it is as major of a need as outside linebacker or maybe in, interior offensive line. Because I mean, again, teams teams can just if Jalen Ramsey wants to shut down one side of the field, great. We'll see what. Anthony Weaver does with him, but if he stand on one side, teams are just gonna pick pick on the other guy. And we saw that when uh, when Ramsey was out the first half of the year and uh, X was in there, they were just going at Cam Smith. They, I mean, I mean, excuse me, they were going at Eli Apple. They were going at Kater Kohu. So that's why I say, especially in a league where you're or a conference where you're playing, you know, Josh Allen, you're playing Lamar Jackson, you're playing Patrick Mahomes, you're playing Justin Herbert, you're playing all these guys. Like you need, like that's like that's what made or that, that's what why we thought the Dolphins defense was going to be so special last year because you have two shutdown guys on both sides of the field. They only they're only able to play about seven or eight games together, but now like like again, cornerback becomes a legitimate need, and again. You have to devote. You have to devote resources to 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 fill that. Those are resources that could have been used to you know whether it's financially or cap or, or draft capital wise that could go in another direction. Um, again, 
We'll see what Chris Greer says uh, uh, this week, but I would have loved. And again, maybe they maybe they did come, maybe they did bring it up to him before, and he wasn't receptive to taking a pay cut, which is why they said we're not even going to try to deal with it tomorrow. We're just going to get it out the way. Um, but it feels like that was a move that maybe, like, if they're really trying to go all in, as we've kind of labeled them, it felt like maybe they could have they could have squeezed out one more year uh, and try to see what happens instead of, um, you know, cutting losses with, with him, albeit, you know, age, injury history. And now you're making that uh, an offseason need, a top offseason need, in my opinion. Right. But it. OK, you OK, you keep him and then, and then what? And, and then and, and then, OK, you've got you've got that. But, you know, you're. And well, real quick, you got, you got, real, real quick, I will acknowledge that you know if we're gonna kind of play devil's advocate, you know who's to say that X wouldn't have asked for more money? Because that's we've seen this where you know there's no more guaranteed money on his contract, the guaranteed money runs out, and he asked to re up. So I, I don't know, like I'm not gonna speak out of turn. I don't know that maybe he didn't, maybe he wasn't gonna ask for more, and the Dolphins probably wouldn't have been willing to guarantee a ton of money uh, on the contract further. Um, so I, I will acknowledge that maybe may, that's maybe in play as well. But again, I feel like it was something where. If they're if they're really trying to maximize this window that we talk about, it felt like having X on the team for 2024 was better than you know cutting him, taking your 18 mil in June 2nd when you know there's not even any anybody else available in free agency, and now you gotta fill fill that need. That that's just my opinion. Okay, but I mean, it, I think. Uh, Plenty of teams get by with, you know, you know, a J, obviously Jalen Ramsey and Xavier Howard. If Xavier Howard's healthy and pl- if both are healthy and playing to their where they are right now in their careers, you arguably have the you know the best outside corner duo in the league. One of the best, for sure. If maybe the best. I mean, not a lot. Um, but there are plenty of teams getting by with only one guy like that. I guess I'm looking at it like big picture with the Dolphins and knowing that they're probably not going to have Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb to start the season. Um, it would help. It would help a lot. It would help a lot Ooh. to have two guys who can lock down, who can lock well, down. Well, yeah, but you know, now if you're not going to have them to start the season, you better have somebody who can get to the quarterback. I, I you know, it, and and look, given the choice of. The shutdown corner, or somebody can get to the quarterback with some kind of regularity. I, I go, I go with the latter. Um, but it's you know, it's it's not fun for it's it's not a choice any defensive coach or you know or personnel person would want to make. But if you have to do that, you know, rather you know, rather get to the quarterback before he throws the ball. Um, and there's. You know, there's just more that can happen there, more that can affect the game, affect the game there, and um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, so, uh, it's, again, it's, 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 it's unfortunate. Yeah, it's a, it's, it's unfortunate because you know, X is definitely you know he's one of the greatest Dolphins, you know, the greatest players to put on a Dolphins jersey. Um, you know, I'm I'm of the opinion that one day he'll be in the you know the Ring of Honor and uh, most likely. Um, but you know, it's, you don't always kind of get that, that, uh, that ending where you're with the team for the entirety of your career and you get to kind of go off into the sunset. Um, you know, his, his agent tweeted out, um, you know, not a lot of lockdown corners, 
uh, are on the market. Oh. NFL Network reportedly is going to have a, a robust market, so we'll see where he lands. Uh, but in the meantime, the Dolphins, again, they've got a busy offseason ahead of them. Uh, and, you know, last Friday was just the start of that, you know, cutting Emmanuel Agba, mm-hmm. uh, cutting uh, Xavier Howard, recouping some cap savings, uh, and then we'll see how they fill those, uh, those holes in the coming weeks. All right, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back on the other side of things, we had – uh, the agent of a top Dolphins free agent gives some uh, give an interesting update on his players, that player's plans uh, for next month. Uh, we're going to discuss that uh, and how that that development affects the Dolphins plans in free agency as well as uh, we, we got to talk about it. The, the hypothetical trade that sent Dolphins Twitter ablaze last week. We got to discuss that to, to round things out. Stay locked with us and we'll be back soon. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. What's going on, everybody? Still here on the Dolphins of that podcast with David Neal talking all things Dolphins. Now, in the first half, we broke down last week's uh, big news of Miami uh, cutting Emmanuel Ogba, informing Xavier Howard uh, that they will be releasing him at the start of the new league year. So the defense is set to look very different in 2024. The offense could look pretty uh, different as well. Uh, Miami has several notable uh, free agents on that top offense, particularly on the offensive line uh, with three starters, uh, Isaiah Wynn, Rob Hunt, and Connor Williams. Connor Williams uh, was looking like he was set for a very, very big payday, uh, but obviously uh, sustained the unfortunate ACL injury uh, in the Titans game late in the season. Um, He is rehabbing from that ACL injury, and his agent, Joe Rosenhaus, uh, was speaking on the Joe Rose Show late last week and gave a little bit of an update on uh, his his client. Uh, He suggested that uh, the ACL rehab could actually delay uh, Connor Williams signing with a team next month. Uh, the exact quote was, I do think we're going to be very methodical and take our time relative to the contract. A lot of it may be predicated on how Connor is feeling physically. He may not be a pet player that signs at the very start of free agency. He may take more time based on how he's feeling physically. Now, obviously, uh, last year, Connor Williams uh, was looking for a new contract, he skipped all the voluntary mandatory spring workouts. Um, he eventually came or arrived for uh, training camp. He said, I'm putting that behind me. I'm just here to play ball. Um, so there was obviously some disagreement in terms of compensation there. The ACL injury has seemingly only kind of complicated that. And now we have uh, his agent saying that, hey, this injury might delay his his process, his free agency process. Um, knowing that, and knowing obviously the Dolphins have a need right now with them set to be a free agent. Um, should the Dolphins move off? Should they move on? 
Should they wait to see what his market is? How should they address Connor Williams uh, in free agency, knowing that he might wait? So you might be able to get him for a bargain, but uh, you know you might miss out on some other options in the draft and uh, in free agency. How, how do they how do they approach this Connor Williams situation? It's it's your center. You approach it as you deal with it as quickly as possible because uh, that the I think that's best serves the Dolphins. To de- just deal with it as if okay, if you're not if you're not ready to be an option uh, early on, then you know you have to operate as if he's not an option. I mean, this is that's a key position uh, on any offense, and you can't sit around and ho- you can't kind of play the hoping game or the or roll the dice with that. It's you know no okay. You're not, you're not ready to see where you are, and frankly, you know maybe the Dolphins are a little eh, about, you know, about re-signing him. But whatever they, whatever the Dolphins are going to do, uh, they they just need to do their thing. They can't, they really can't worry about. Okay, Connor Williams doesn't want to. He might not hit, you know. He might not hit the free agent market until later, until you figure out exactly what's up with his ACL, which I'm sure teams would be like, okay, yeah, we kind of want to know what's up with your, you know, with your injury too. So I think the Dolphins just kind of have to say, okay, fine. You do you. We got to, we got to take care of this business. Yeah. It's a tough spot because obviously, you know, he's, he's coming off an ACL. So you, Bobby have some reservations about how that's going to hold up. Obviously, you know, ACL recoveries and returns, like they're not, it's not, you know, how it was, you know, 15, 20, 25 years ago, where it was like really kind of sapped you uh, of your, of your prime, of your career. You know, guys have come back and very quickly returned back to their old form. So maybe you don't have as many reservations about that, um, but you don't know if he's going to be ready for the start of the season. I mean, I, I, that's the main thing. Um, so even like, let's say you, you resign him and, you know, he's you plan for him to be your center for the future. Um, if he's not ready for the, the season, the start of the season, you need to have a capable backup as well. Um, obviously, Liam Eikenberg uh, filled in and, um, you know, I give him props for, you know, playing position that he's never played before and whatnot and, you know, trying his best. Um, but I think that we'd all we'd all we'd all acknowledge that they need to get a legitimate backup center, especially if Connor Williams is going to take some time. Um take some time, uh, you know, on his, on his return. Um, but, you know, I, I've seen some people kind of float it out there like, hey, maybe you maybe you can wait until, you know, the the second, third wave of free agency after the draft. Um, you know, they're going to have an influx of, uh, of post-June 1 money, you could call it, obviously with cutting X. They could probably make some other cuts and get some money. And maybe you can get them for the cheap. I don't know if I'd play that game, honestly. At this point, at this point especially because, because no. that, that first wave of free agency – it, it moves so fast. Um, I, w- I would hate for them to to kind of kind of be waiting. Kind of, I don't think they're going to wait for him. I think that you know they're going to say, "Hey, this is our offer. If you want it, you can take it. If not, we'll we'll move accordingly and we'll move on to the next option." Right. Um, and again, you know, this only this, the ACL only complicates things because um, you know he had a price that you know he felt that he was worth, and I'm sure he probably hasn't budged off it, off of it too much. And the Dolphins haven't budged off of their price too much. Um, and it's unfortunate because Connor has played very, very well. You know, transitioning from guard mm-hmm. to center, um, he's been one of the best centers in the NFL the past two years. Um, but now with not only there being a disagreement over 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 the contract and now the ACL uncertainty, um, it feels like I don't know if I'm the Dolphins, I feel like hey, if there's a guy out there who I think can do a comparable job to Connor, um, 
we have to move accordingly, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and there's some options in the draft as well. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have some stories this week about some of these uh these interior offensive line, these center options. Um, th- there's some options for the Dolphins, especially in the first two rounds. If they want to get a center, uh, a young center of the future uh, that you can kind of mold and kind of be uh, the leader of that offensive line, there's some options. Um, but yeah, it just I don't know. It just feels like ugh, I don't know. I I'm, I'm not saying this based off any sourcing or anything, but it seems like it's gonna be. Uh, maybe an uphill battle for Connor to come back to Miami just based off of, um, you know, these comments. Cause you know, nobody wants to be waiting for a player, you know, uh, teams are going to move very quickly once the free agency process starts. Um, And, you know, maybe, maybe Connor waiting is him feeling confident about his market. Maybe that, maybe that's what it is. Cause I don't know anybody that says, Hey, I'm going to wait to sign a deal. So maybe that's him feeling confident about his market, but who knows? Uh, Yeah. I, I know about that. <laughs> I, I, I mean, hey, what other reason? What other reason would you just? I mean, maybe, maybe, I mean, maybe that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just trying to look at it through his lens. You know, he's saying that. You know, he's waiting to see how he feels physically. So maybe he wants to show teams. Because again, the Dolphins aren't the only team that maybe has interest in Connor, but also has reservations about that knee. So maybe he's saying, "Hey, we're gonna wait to let him do some rehab, let him get more comfortable." And then- and show that, you know, this ACL and this knee injury is behind them. But, again, from the Dolphins, I, I really don't have time. You, yeah. You, you, who's got time for that? Yeah. Because, who's because, got time for that? If you, because, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you have need at that position, you don't have time for that. Yeah. You, I mean, you, the, got, you got to deal with it. If Connor, if Connor was healthy, if Connor was fully healthy, does not come off the ACL, I would say that he's probably the second – he's probably the Dolphins' second priority behind Christian. You know, I'd probably say it's Christian, Connor, and then Rob Hunt. But with the ACL, I I, I don't I don't know. I almost kind of put Rob uh, higher above there because you don't again you don't know what the contract is 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 going to be. You know, you're you have disagreements on that. Um, you know, you have reservations about about the knee. Um, yeah, like Connor is probably the most important offensive lineman. Probably Dolphins probably most important offensive lineman because we saw. Yeah. How the offense really cratered uh, once he once he got injured, but I keep on saying like don't the Dolphins don't have the luxury of waiting around, especially because I don't think that this is like a great center free agency class anyway. Um, so I think that you know there's going to be some options, some guys that potentially fit, and if you can get them for you know right around what you were offering Connor or maybe even a little bit less and get you know eighty percent of that play, I think you'll take that, especially for a guy who you know. Game one, week one of the season, he's going to be ready to go. Um, I think that, you know, it's kind of the unfortunate nature of the business and obviously this injury that that he uh, sustained late in the season. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, it's – so, you know, bad luck on the injury. Uh, but, I like I say, you just can't – it's too important a position that's – you know, you have to lock that down, sit, take care of that business, and then move move on. Um, you know, and, uh, you know, maybe they, maybe they sign someone, maybe they don't sign, maybe, you know, it, who knows, you could wind up the Dolphins and Connor, could, if, if the Dolphins don't want to, you know, if the Dolphins don't want to pay for what another free agent is, you know, demanding, or if they can't find anybody in the draft, they might wind up right back at Connor. Um, yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. Hey, maybe maybe yeah, but, it extends but, for a couple months, and then they can get him back for the cheap. But but uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's the game I want to. I don't think they, they. I don't think they. If they wind up there, that's not. 
that's that's not what their GPS process. Yeah. No, no, that's not what. Not, I'm sure that's not where their GPS led them. <laughs> they 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 followed they followed the GPS and it took them out to the Redlands instead of like you know Kendall. So, um, but no, that's yeah. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what happens with Connor. Um, again, you know, he's. I mean, he's still. I mean, I know I was looking at Pro Football Focus. He's still the the top, their top rated center, even with the ACL. Um, I think that says as much about him as it does about you know the the free uh the center free agency market. Uh, so we'll see how that plays out. Um, and if he really does, uh, if his you know kind of uh, signing does draw uh, draw a, a little bit of time. All right, we're, before we get out of here, uh, we're gonna gotta discuss uh this hypothetical trade that uh. Set Dolphins Twitter ablaze, got the attention of Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle. It involves Jalen Waddle. Uh, if you didn't see last week, uh, former Dolphins exec Mike Tannenbaum speaking on ESPN's Get Up. Um, he's been floating out some hypothetical trades uh, this offseason, and he uh, floated one involving the Miami Dolphins, and uh, he he proposed the Dolphins trade wide receiver Jalen Waddle to the Kansas City Chiefs uh, for their young Stud cornerback Trent McDuffie, um, a one-for-one one swap. Uh, I believe Waddle has two more years or have two more years on his contract uh, if the Dolphins exercise his fifth-year option. Uh, McDuffie would have three years uh, left with the with the option. And Tannen Palm was pretty much saying, like, hey, he kind of, uh, you know, foreshadowed the Dolphins cutting X. Yeah, she's like, hey, you got this young stud cornerback, all first-team All-Pro, that you compare with Jalen Ramsey for the next couple years, um, you know, Dolphins don't have to pay why uh Jalen Waddle top receiver money because they're already paying uh Tyree Kill uh top wide receiver money. Um and you know, you're able to kind of create and kind of restruct a top defense to face off against some of these elite quarterbacks. Um now word got back to Tyree Kill, <laughs> who uh I think he said he was in Greece on an offseason trip. Uh, but he said that the thought of the Dolphins fan base even entertaining that was ludicrous. Uh, Jalen Waddle had some fun with it. He he quote tweeted that tweet afterward, and he was like, uh, "Man, it's crazy. It's a cold world. He's trying to get rid of your boy." <laughs> obviously, I think obviously you know I think it was a, it was a bit of a tough season. Again, for the for some context, you know Jalen Waddle uh, went over a thousand yards for the third straight year to start uh, his third year in a row. Uh, he became the first player in franchise history to start his career with three straight three straight a thousand yard seasons. Um, but there were some complaints about uh, kind of his usage in the offense. A lot of people saying that Mike McDaniel was kind of forcing the ball to Ty uh, to Tyreek sometimes. Waddle was kind of phased out uh, of the offense. And uh, Tua Tungvaloa even kind of alluded to that at some point during the season, saying that, hey, I think that, that sometimes he does question where do I fit in this offense. Um, and again, you know, with this offense kind of, you know, sputtering the way it did in the second half of the year, and a lot of people have started to question, like, hey, um, is this Dolph is this offense better served with, you know, Tyreek being in the focal point and then, you know, surrounding him with some complimentary pieces as opposed to, you know, having two high usage wide receivers. Um I'm kind of under the belief that, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm team Tyreek. This is ludicrous. Um, obviously, Trent McDuffie is a great player. Um, but, no, nah, you don't break up the best wide receiver duo in the NFL. Um, and even if you're thinking long term, it doesn't make any sense to trade away your 23, 24-year-old stud wide receiver when you have your number one wide receiver who's 30 years old. You know, by the time Waddle's up for the contract, you know, Tyreek's already been talking about uh retirement his contract's going to be up he might be on the downside of his career it doesn't make any sense uh and i know again mcduffie's a great player 
But Waddle's a great player in his own right. Uh, this is goofy. I'm going to be honest. Like, I don't even know why we were entertaining this, but obviously it's the off season. So, you know, we got a little bit of down period and, uh, you know, stuff like this kind of takes off. So, and it got, and it got word, the word got back to some of the, some of the Dolphins top players as well. Uh, but nah, I think this is, that that's a ridiculous notion that, that you would even. I'll, I'll take it the other way. Why are the Chiefs, in Chiefs. Position to, why are the Chiefs in position to help the Dolphins? Why, why, why is it their approach? This is what I, this is one of the things that used to annoy the, out of me when I was both as an NHL reporter, NFL reporter and Mike Tannenbaum did with what a lot of fans do. They come up with this great trade that, that actually would help. I think it would help the dolphins if they made that trade, I, you know, shame to lose Jalen wall, but I think it would help the dolphins if they made that trade, but you overlook the Kansas city chiefs are not in the business. The other team's not in the business of making your team better. Yeah. And why would the Chiefs say, oh, yeah, let's make that defense better so when we run into them in the playoffs this year. He shut us down. Hey, that's yeah, man, right. Exactly. You know, uh, why? 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 What? What? So they can get – I mean, yeah, Jalen Wall is better than anybody, any wide receiver the Chiefs have right now. They did just – they just won the second straight Super Bowl with, with, no with, with, that, with that group of, you know – with, you know, everybody out there dribbling balls all season. And then suddenly, you know, in January and February, they start catching them. And they did it with that group. So why wouldn't the Chiefs say, yeah, okay, look, you know, yeah, you, he's better than anybody we got. But let's hope one of these one of these boys starts to learn to catch the ball. Hey, then look what might happen. You know, what, what happens then? Yes. Uh, no. The, and the reason the Chiefs – Got to the Super Bowl, really? I mean, yeah, they have Patrick Mahomes, obviously. But they they have an experience that Andy Reid, obviously. But their defense, their deep. defense played very well the whole season. Why would you mess with that? So, so yeah, okay. And on the Dolphins' end, you know, okay, yeah, maybe Jalen Wall was underused this year. That's not a trade him solution. That's a figure out how to use him solution so that everybody is more productive but 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 i have seen i have seen from you know uh i've seen i've seen it floated around though the 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 people talking about trading waddle in order to make a more complimentary offense and i I just don't i don't i don't buy that i think that this i think this uh, is special because you have tyree kill and Jalen waddle on the same team you know Nobody sat there and said the Dolphins to get another Jalen Waddle. Like, frankly, did this most ridiculous? Nobody said. Nobody said to the Steelers, "Hey, John Starworth's really coming into his own. Let you got Swan and Starworth. Let's trade one of them." Nobody said, "Oh, John Taylor's really starting to come out now with San Francisco. His stuff's coming through. We already got Jerry Rice. Let's trade one of them." Nobody said with the Marx Brothers, you know, hey, you know, we got Duper and Clay. Duper and Clay, why don't we trade one of them? Why don't we? No, I mean, they eventually did, you know, there was Clayton moved along first, but it just, it, it what, you had what? These guys have been together, what, two years? Two years. And, yeah. Two years. And I, I, I think this is. If there were, like I say, there was a problem of underusing Jalen Wall, and I and I understand. Yes, there were times they they were trying to force the ball to Tyreek, like it must get the ball to Tyreek. It was like a comic book, and they, and but that 
<laughs> the solution is not trade the good, trade the other good guy. The trade the solution is hey, let's not force the ball so much to one great wide receiver. Let's use the other potentially great wide receiver too to make both of them really, really productive together. That's how you. That's how this is supposed to work. That's how. Well, that's how a good coaching staff would make it work. Yeah. I, 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 I just, I, who, who says Sarah says these days in, in a league of, in a, in an offensive league, uh, you know, yeah, yes, you need defense. Obviously we see We saw that with the teams that won the Super Bowl, but, or they were in the Super Bowl, but who says, yeah, we got, we got two, we got two fast guys out there in a league where they, you know, you can look at somebody cross-eyed and get a, you know, get an illegal contact flag. Let's, 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 let's break them up. Yeah, let's let's trade one of them, and let's, and yeah, let's trade one of them. And then the 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 dumber idea is, yeah, let, yeah, let's the the team that just won two straight Super Bowls, they're going to make a trade that's going to help a team that might prevent them from winning a third straight Super Bowl. Yeah, that's going to happen. What is he? Is, Oh man, yeah. yeah I mean, I mean Chris, I, see, I heard the price of meth is going down, but dad gone. This is ridiculous. Chris Greer has uh he he surprised us the, the past couple off seasons, but I will say I, I will be flabbergasted. I will be I don't even know what adjective to use. I will be a lot of things if uh they traded Jalen Waddle. Um again, Tyreek Hill has no intentions of parting uh with uh, the penguin. He said. He said. He said. Waddle's better than he was at this point of his career, and you know, obviously, that's kind of prove that. I think Tyreek understands. Also, if uh, yes, Tyreek, you know, he's he's got. He's going to want his touches. He's going to want the. He wants the ball. But if you properly use Waddle and keep him a threat, that opens things up for Tyreek. So Tyreek didn't get open. All you know, some of those. Some of those plays, he was ridiculously open. It wasn't just because he's you know the fastest guy on the field. Because you got it was because not too far behind him on the other side of the field. Right. It was exactly he deal with the other guy too. You had to worry about him too. And so you know, guys get guys get frozen up when okay, who do I help with? Who do I you know? And that speed creates just that speed coming out of two places creates that hesitancy of you know makes that hesitancy you you have to make decisions quick you better make the right decision you make the wrong decision you're dead you you make too long to make you take a half second too long to make the decision a quarter second too long you're dead that's what that does that you know just uh, i i can't i can't with these people i can't these folks I'll give Tyrese a word. He said him and Tua were special before me and will be special after I leave. So uh, as far as Tyree Kill is concerned, uh, those two will be teammates in 2024. All right. Uh, that brings us to the end of another edition of the Dolphins and Dead podcast. I want to thank you guys as always for tuning in. As always, uh, remember to subscribe to the Miami Herald YouTube page, like, share, comment, as well subscribe to the Miami Herald. If, all, if any week, well, there's a lot. Well, I always want you to subscribe to the Miami Herald, but if there's any week I want you to subscribe to the Miami Herald, it's this week uh, for the Combine. I have tons of content, content uh, from Mike McDaniel, Chris Greer, uh, prospect availabilities. Uh, the next future Dolphins are all here in Indianapolis. So uh, we'll be speaking to a lot of these guys, as well as whatever pops up, because, uh, you know, 
a lot of stuff, a lot of news. Uh, Always does. Always does. (laughs) Now, what were you saying? I said, always does. Always does. Something always happens. (laughs) <laughs> most definitely so i'm excited for it um and uh yeah definitely stay live to the miami herald for your latest dolphins updates uh we'll be back next week to recap another week of dolphins football uh and developments and news uh we will because we're definitely gonna have some uh all right but uh i gotta get my i gotta get my hair done then then <laughs> get my bald spot restyled there's Lana. Hey, I'll send you to my guy, man. Send no, no, guy. no. I got, I got, I got my, I got my Ecuadorians and Dominicans down the block, man. They, they All right, just making sure, just, just making sure. <laughs> oh, we, we'll be back next week. Until then, you guys take care. See you. All right. <laughs>